My point is, you have a choice whether you want to be in those nasty bubbles or stay in your own. Pick the home you want to live in and make it fucking happy and paint it whatever color you want. So dramatic. So um, dramatic. I also... <laughs> Sorry, it's true. Ooh, ah, ah, this is my podcast. Ooh, ah, ah, listen here, I'll make you laugh. Ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Honestly, let's just cut it off there. Welcome back to the Blue is Beautiful podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Ellison Daz, and today I've got a guest on the show to chat with us about choosing joy and how it can change your life. So please, be like little John and the East Side Boys and snap your finger. <laughs> I like how you said snap your fingers. Snap your fingers. Can you, can you do that voice? Snap your fingers. Snap your fingers. What? <laughs> What? Like little Wayne? Yeah, yeah, that's little John. Oh, I thought it was little Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Shut it, cut down, say, come get me. Is that yeah. little John? In that's that song? little John, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. So anyways, yeah, put your fingers, <laughs> snap your fingers uh, for my new guest uh, who's here to talk to us about choosing joy, uh, Lauren, a.k.a. Boo Boo. She's snapping for herself. <laughs> How are you? Excellent. Thanks for having me, Allison. <laughs> Is that your name? Yeah, I mean, you can call me whatever you want, but if I don't like it, I'm going to cut it out. (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm really glad to have you here today. I wanted uh, to have, we also, Boo Boo is Lauren's nickname. So if you hear me call her Boo Boo, AKA for the rest of the podcast, when I referred to her as this, um, it's, it's the same person. I wanted to have Boo Boo on the podcast because you came over recently to my house for a little coffee and a visit. Yes. And we literally, yes. I recall. <laughs> and we covered like so much shit. Yeah. We talked about everything about like. Solved all the world's problems. Yes. Created a couple for ourselves as well. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Um, but we got together because you've been in school for like what? 500 years now? Yep. Pretty much. 501. Five, yeah. Yeah. I would say yeah, 527. No, actually it's almost six years of post-grad. Ac- Seriously? Well, six to be a teacher. So Holy fuck. Five so far. Okay, so you've been around the block in terms of textbooks. Oh, yeah. What we were talking about the other day to fill you guys in is that Lauren Boo Boo is like never stressed out when she's in school. She's in post-secondary. Her nose has been in a textbook for so long and she doesn't get stressed out. This baffles me. Okay, correction. (laughs) Don't say never, but... Majority. Yeah, I am good at avoiding stress. Sometimes. (laughs) So I wanted to have you on so you can like tell everybody how you managed to do this and, you know... Do you take drugs? (laughs) How do you not be stressed in school? I think it's not a mindset for school. It's a mindset for life. So that's a first important point. Okay. Because everything in life is going to stress you out. You can stress out about like anything you want to. If you want to. If you want to. If you choose to. (laughs) I was just listening in on like a phone conversation with like a teacher and a student who the student was like bawling her eyes out on her birthday because she got a 94 and not a 96. Balling her eyes out. Wow. Yeah. So these kind of things are like, you can stress about that. And it seems kind of absurd to us, right? Because it's like, that's still like a really good mark. Why? Yeah, totally. But we have those in our own lives where we think, oh, well, that's only a 94. But in reality, we can treat that like that's 100. We just come in with the expectation of like, where's that 6%, 6% as opposed to like looking at what we have instead of what like we can get. Yeah. It's like a perspective. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I wish I could get a 94 in anything in school. I was mostly getting 49. Right? <laughs> the other way around. And still, I was not stressed. <laughs> well, Just cruising on through. 
round up, that's a pass. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if I went up to my chair? I'm like, listen, I know it's a 49, but listen, we just learned about rounding up the other day in grade seven. The only Can we concept just, I knew. Yeah, the only concept I ever understood was rounding up. Do you mind? <laughs> I'm going to give this back to you. <laughs> so... You see a lot of students like stress, like stressing out, even when you're in, like, well, I guess you still are in school, but like stressing out over grades and stuff. But what about when there's stuff that's like going into exams or like having big projects due? Do you, do you see people stressing out about that? Absolutely. Too? Yeah. You see in like, in, especially in, on like a university campus, you can like feel it. Like it's a tension. Like you can cut it with a knife. You know what I mean? Like Seriously? It's a, you definitely feel it. You walk into the library, everyone's like head in the books, like their own cubicles. I notice it especially too, like in teaching. Cause like. That kind of profession is all people who are like try to achieve high and they have a high expectations for themselves. High right? pressure. High pressure. pressure, exactly. And they're used to that and they like that. But in regards to that, their stress level is also very high because they allow themselves to get very stressed out about certain things. Wow. So it's important to like bring yourself back down from all of those situations. So then, can you please tell everybody like what? <laughs> So then, <laughs> what that laugh was. <laughs> that was really cute. I'm gonna keep that in. Thanks. Um, so then, what is your secret then? Like, what's how do you manage? How do you? What kind of mentality do you have going into this stuff so that you don't feel those emotions? Okay. Well, first off, I want to say that I definitely do feel them. I don't want to like be like, oh, I'm all magical, <laughs> but because I, I definitely, that. yeah, I definitely feel stressed all the time. Like I was just stressed like this past weekend, like a mess. You know what I mean? So everybody has those moments, but the important part is that you recognize that even if you are in that time, like it's not ignoring your feelings, it's recognizing that what you have to accomplish is more important than what your those feelings. Like your intelligence can't overpower your emotions, right? Sorry, your intelligence definitely has to overpower your emotions. Not the other <laughs> way around. I was literally sitting here, you I'm guys nervous. can't see There's me. There's a microphone. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what are you telling everybody? Sorry. Okay, so basically, <laughs> like, your emotions are the, it's the only thing that's gonna matter. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Fuck the 96. The if opposite. you're upset, <laughs> your emotions don't matter. Is what I'm trying to say. Emotions are fleeting, like like they're literally like clouds. I try to think of it like that. If I have an emotion come through my brain, I'm like, okay, cloud in the sky, clear it, right? So I have this like clear blue sky in my mind if I feel an emotion. I also do this thing that I learned from the TV show Jane the Virgin because I love that show. It's on Netflix. <gasps> I, I love, I watched that so too. So good. It was so good. So they do a technique where they do like calm and they say like one thing that keeps that like they love for each letter. So C, cheese, love cheese. A, artichoke dip because oh my God, I love <laughs> artichoke dip. C, L, love. So you think about all your family, all your friends. That's a nice one. Relationships. Yeah, well, you know, I upgraded from food. But that is the top priority. And then M, moving. So like for me, like I love running. I love that mindset. I feel like less stressed. So I try to think of all those things to like get me back into a place that I'm like, okay, I don't need to freak out about this. Like you can handle stuff in like a calm and like assertive manner without free. Because you're not helping anyone at the end of the day. Especially yourself. Especially yourself. So so detrimental. Basically, if you are like, okay, like... You've got an exam coming up. It's in two days. You don't totally feel prepared for it, which is fine or not fine. Whatever it is, what it is. You're not prepared. Two days come by. You walk into your class to like write your test. You can write the test knowing you might not do that great, but also not stress about it at the same time. Exactly. Yep. It's a combination of the two. So when I like do studying, I 
first of all, I never, ever, ever sacrifice sleep for studying. Like, you'll never catch me doing an all-nighter. Good like, for you. Good joke. Like, <laughs> like, I will never sacrifice sleep for, like, studying ever. That's amazing. So I'll be in bed by, like, 10.30. Good. No matter what. I don't care how unprepared I feel. Like, and it's not, like, a conscious thought, I think, which is more important. It's not like, oh, I'm so stressed, so I need to go to bed. It's just, like, no, my health is more important than 10 more percent on this exam. Because by right. that time, I probably am not going to get any higher anyway. No, because if you're mentally exhausted or physically exhausted and you have to do that, like how much are you really retaining? Probably anyways? nothing, yeah. realistically. So if I felt unprepared, like I'm going to work my butt off and try to like study as much as I can. But by that time, like you got to shut it down. You have to take time for like doing things that you love. Because if you ignore all that, then you realize that you have nothing to like come back to. Wow, that's and then great advice. Your focus will constantly be on the next goal instead of what you have currently, and you'll never be satisfied with what you have. That's a great too to like even if you any of you guys aren't in school, like that's a concept that you can use for anything you're working on whether it's like job, kids, oh I mean you will have to sacrifice a little bit of sleep for kids. <laughs> <laughs> a but lot of sleep probably. Any stress, like anything that you have going on, don't sacrifice your sleep for it because your health comes first. Exactly. Because if, well, my parents always told me too, none of it matters if you don't have your health. Like nothing, nothing matters. Your credit, your degree, your job, like if the you're money not- money in the bank. Nothing. If you're not mentally happy, like you know, there's so many millionaires who are so unsatisfied, right? And like they have everything that you could dream of, but they don't really have anything that actually is of value. But if you are conscious, consciously happy, then you can choose to like- get those things and attain them but in a healthy way I have so many friends like that that just try to attain like this goal and then like oh once I get into this school then I'll you know be able to relax once I get yeah, this it's job always like it's with always the, something right once I make this money I'll be happy once exactly. I'll make once I'm married and have kids like there's always that excuse yeah and I feel like I was really bad at that for a long time I was too. I was never like I didn't love undergrad so I was always like counting down the days till I was done and for me, that was so like such an unhealthy mindset because it was constantly just looking for the future, looking for, oh, the summertime, then I'll get to work and not have to worry about school and stuff. And then you're not present. Yes, exactly. Then it's like flying by or like flying through life. I, I just talked about this this morning in my other podcast called Patience, if you guys haven't listened to it. If you keep going like, oh, next thing, next thing, next thing, you are, you are missing life. Yeah. Like you're going through life so fast that you don't even get a moment to take it all in. Yep. And any old person that you talk to, that I've talked to, maybe you two, always says like, stop and smell the roses. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Also very good imitation of an old person. Thank stop you. Stop and smell the roses. Yeah, I need a little bit more growliness. <laughs> stop and smell the roses. Oh, young ones. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so we totally covered everything to do with school and how people can, you know, choose joy so that they stress a little less when they're doing their academia-related stuff. But um, the other thing that we touched on the other day that I thought would be important to bring up is how you can apply this concept to um, every part of your life, basically. But it starts kind of like when you wake up in the morning. Absolutely. So if you wake up in the morning and, like, your instant thought is like, fuck, my alarm, ugh, my job, ugh, the long drive. <laughs> I have to sit beside Billy in class today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, okay. like no shit, you're going to have a terrible day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. 
And it's because you, you're the one who's already pre-decided what it's going to be like because yeah. you woke up and you're like, this is, this is the script. I wrote it and now it's time yeah. to play the part. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, when you wake up and you think to yourself like, I'm going to kick today's ass. Life is great. I love it. Then you literally see the opposite of everything. Yeah. You know, you could have the exact same traffic layout. You know, you won't notice the asshole drivers because you created a healthy mindset or, you know, you'll go to school and like Billy will be there, but you'll notice that he has really nice jeans on <laughs> and you, <laughs> you just not a jeans belly. It's yeah. where you got them. They're Calvin Klein's. <laughs> And you won't notice his stank ass attitude. (laughs) Right? So it's like a choice when you wake up in the morning. It's like, what kind of attitude and day are we going to have? Absolutely. No, I think you're, you're totally right. But the thing is too, it doesn't just apply for real life and like every situation. Like if you look at every single person you relate to, every situation, you notice this concept. Like for example, like if you're in a relationship and you don't trust somebody, you're like can constantly be looking for things that would go wrong or that how you wouldn't trust them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're looking for stuff, you won't find it or you'll find it kind of an idea. Yeah. Right? Cause, so if it's like trust issues, then like, so if you have this thought and it's a belief system, that's like, um, you're going to cheat on me. So yeah. if you're my boyfriend, I'm like, you're going to cheat on me. Then I look because that's my belief system. I look for things that will support that belief. Exactly. So, but if I believe like it's human nature to do that, also. yeah, you want to, yeah. you always want to seek out those things to like, support your beliefs because our egos and what have you, which we'll dive into in another episode. But if you decide to look at your partner and like, you're the best person ever and I have faith in you yeah, and that becomes your core belief, then I will always see you, uh, you know, washing the extra few dishes that I just left, or I'll see you like helping with laundry or I'll see you coming home early when you said you're going out with the boys. Like you'll pick up more stuff and that'll change a lot of your life. Definitely. It's, it's the same rule of like believing in yourself and believing in others. Mm-hmm. Like that's so important, especially in like, I notice in schooling, I notice in like, as like in teaching, like that's especially important. The first thing they teach you is like make connections with your students, have them believe in themselves. Because as soon as you believe in yourself, you're going to put the effort in, you're going to invest in you. And that's like the best way you can benefit your life because you think, wait, like if you say, for example, you're like, no, I'm, I'm fat and I'm always going to be fat. Like if that's your belief when you wake up in the morning, that's going to be true. Right. Yeah. But if you invest in yourself and you're like, no, like I'm not, I'm going to eat healthy. Like I'm going to, you know, have a balanced life and do exercise. Like if that's what you believe and that's what you want to achieve, like, sorry to be cheesy, believe and achieve, um, (laughs) then like that's what you're going to obtain. And it doesn't matter what you look like in the mirror. It's what you believe in your head. Yeah, totally. Right. So it can come to any situation. Like you were talking about the traffic light. I have like read an example in like the subtle art of not giving a fuck that book. Oh yeah. I like that one. Yeah. And they were talking about how this old lady who had these coupons and that she was trying to like redeem these coupons at the grocery store and like the, the cashiers, you know, like some 17 year old pimply face kid who's just <laughs> like, ma'am, they're expired. I don't know what to tell you. Like, sorry. He's doing his job, right? He doesn't like know any better, but for this old lady, maybe that's all she has. Maybe her family doesn't come visit her. Maybe like her focus is coupons and that's all that she can do, right? It's like if you're the, the racing horses with the blinders on. Exactly. You don't see what is outside. Exactly. So that's her like narrow-minded focus and like like no, no fault of her own, but that's her life right now. So to her, that's the end of the absolute world. As most people, we'd be like, okay, whatever. Like I'm just trying out the coupons, My see if it works. coupon! Right? So like 
her energy expended, it probably ruined her day. So the dollar she would have saved is equivalent to like a couple of, probably a couple of days of bitterness and like unhappiness. Going that back she to caused herself. That thought. Or the pimply kid, maybe he's upset too because he had a customer yell at him now. Right? So it's like how many emotions and like how much bad energy did you put out to get what you wanted mm-hmm. when it wasn't even really worth it? Yeah, because she could have chose to be like, oh, yeah, I totally understand. If it actually is, an ex- it is expired. Sorry, Billy. And, you know, move on with your day. Exactly. Always a choice. But it's not to say you can't, don't stand up for yourself either, right? Oh, it's yeah, for sure. Because, you know, a coupon, a dollar coupon, like, all right, people, let's move on. That's okay. <laughs> I understand, but keep Make going. better choices. Exactly. If you really need that dollar, you shouldn't have bought the coffee or yes. something, you know? Like, <laughs> there are other priorities. Facts. But at the same time, you have to stand up for yourself, but you can do it in a way that's not reactive and doesn't inspire all these ripple effect of negative energy to everyone around you. Because mm-hmm. to me, that's just the most selfish, destructive like emotions you can put out into the world. It's like, I'm having a bad day. So everyone around me needs to have a bad day too. And you're choosing that too, which is like, so if you guys are listening, it's like, have bad days, man. Like that's fine. But you can choose to be happy. Choose to be like, okay, I'm having a bad day. But when I go pick up my coffee from that barista at Tim Hortons or Starbucks gets your name wrong. Oh yeah. You're going to let that upset you. Yeah. Are you going to let it totally ruin your day? And then just like, blame the world for everything or are you gonna be like oh you know what she was probably having a bad day the barista oh darn it maybe she'll get it right tomorrow like you know there's choices you can always make to like seek and find and feel the joy exactly because if you're looking for the good in people you'll probably find it same as if you're looking for the bad in people you'll probably find that too yeah so what kind of stuff it's a great question to think to yourself guys like what kind of stuff are you actively looking for every day of your motherfucking life (laughs) Um, it's kind of like that, what we talked about the other day, um, about, um, the imaginary bubbles. Yes. So if you guys are are happy, you can picture it like you're living in like this imaginary bubble that's just around you. And like, it's maybe like arms distance, a length length and it's, it's fuzzy and purple, pink hue, whatever your favorite color is. But like, you know, it's like your little home zone of happy. So picture that there's a bubble around every single person. Okay. And if I'm happy, you know, it feels nice to be in that bubble and in that space and the colors are all great. But if my husband or my coworker or my student or, you know, what, ha- whoever you, my, your dog <laughs> is in a nasty space, you'll, their bubble would maybe be red or, you know, like dark, scary colors, but brown, brown, yeah. <laughs> is brown a scary color? I don't know. It's like shit. Because <laughs> it looks like shit. Yeah. Whatever, whatever color is scary to you, um, they'll be in their own like little bubble world. So if you're in your happy world and you see one of these people in their like scary, shitty, fucking bad attitude world, you have a choice. You can take your bubble and move closer to them and merge your bubbles so it's a bigger bubble and let that energy kind of come into your world and affect you. Or you can kind of stay in your bubble, make the choice to be like, oh, that kind of looks like shit. I'm going to stay over here <laughs> in my happy little bubble home where it's pink and purple and fuzzy. And the same thing, you know, you could bring your bubble over to other people too. If you're brave and you have, you know, you have like thick skin, you could bring your bubble over to whoever's having a bad day and be like, Hey, look at all the colors I've got. Why don't you try 
turning your home in into this pink purple happy <laughs> this place metaphor is getting really out of control so i know but i like it keep flowing i'm keep a, flowing. i'm just a visual learner i like it i love it my point I is more of <laughs> i try so hard okay. love to mcgraw is that who that was i don't know is? okay i think so my point is you have a choice whether you want to be in those nasty bubbles or stay in your own pick the home you want to live in and make it fucking happy and paint it whatever color you want <laughs> So dramatic. Um, so dramatic. I also <laughs> sorry. It's true. So my other idea was I think a good way to judge your own emotions is like and to judge anything. To me, this is how I think of like stuff on social media and like everything in life. It's if it's gonna benefit someone else in some way, then it's probably a good thing to put out into the world. Like if I'm gonna post something funny or I'm gonna post some artistic work or I'm gonna post something that's helpful and useful to people, yeah, then that's an excellent way to like use social media. Yeah. If it's gonna make somebody else's day better. Yeah. If it's not, then probably not a good thing. And like nope. the same way is like emotions. That's how I think of it. If my bad attitude is going to like affect other people in a negative way, then like probably not a good idea. But like, <laughs> like same thing. Like if, if you're trying to get somewhere and say you need to be like assertive with your boss and you want to like ask for a salary and your boss is just like not having it, not a good person. You might have to show that bad attitude to them, right? You might have to come up and like let them have it, show them how it is. But if that's going to get you to the place that you need to be, I feel like that's a useful way to use your emotions. Yeah, you can be assertive right? and can, not be... Yeah, but I'm saying if your nasty attitude is just like, just a nasty attitude that you Lingering. just want to pass onto the world to not get you anywhere, probably you should go write in your journal <laughs> instead of walking around the city because you're just... You're like a pandemic. You're COVID-19 and you just need to take a seat inside under a blanket Okay. Yeah. Write, write a few notes Fucking down. isolate for two weeks yeah. until you can until come out with a better attitude. Exactly. I just, I can't have it. It's just too much. <laughs> it is. It is contagious too. Negative attitudes, but so are con- like, uh, so are laughing. Positive. Yeah. Yes. Laughing and positive attitudes are contagious Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Cause you, people draw energy from others. Yeah. Like a thousand percent extroverts and introverts. I think that everybody does. Everyone mm-hmm. feeds off of energy of other people. But I, I was sitting, um, no, sorry. I was sitting in one of the recliners yesterday beside my friend. I was typing up a blog and they were listening to a video and like a foot apart and he started laughing. And when he started laughing, I had no idea what he was laughing at, but I just stopped. And then I started laughing because I'm like, wow, this, you look like you're having a great time. I didn't want to, I didn't care what he was looking at. I was just like, this feels nice. Exactly. It feels nice when people are laughing and they're happy. It's nice to be around. So like knowing that it feels that way for you, it's like, you got to be that way and choose to be that way for other people. On the flip side though, you could have taken that and been so frustrated that he was laughing while you were trying to write the blog. Oh yeah. And would that have ruined his day? No, he's still going to be laughing at the video and you're just going to be this little storm cloud over here, like typing furiously, like, passive shite. aggressively trying to get him to like get the hint that like, you're... shut your fucking <laughs> laugh up right now. Turn I'm trying to write a blog about patience. (laughs) You got a little counterintuitive there. Yeah, Yeah, it's always a choice. Yeah, but sometimes you don't even realize it because, like, you just have a good mindset then. Like, if you didn't notice that that was a choice, like, that's awesome to me. If you don't even have to think about it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you're first starting out, you have to think about it. Actively. And people think that this, like, just comes easy, that it's like, no, like, I'm, I'm just frustrated. I'm just angry. I'm just bitter all the time. 
And I'm like, just like this. I'm just like this. Like that's not a mature mindset to have. And that's not like encouraging growth and development in yourself and also in others. So if you believe in other people, they're going to grow and they're going to try to reach that responsibility level that you like have for them an expectation, but you don't want to like obviously set unrealistic expectations for people around you. But if you believe in them, you're like, no, I think you can do this. Like humans feed off of that. Like, Oh no, I think you can like make it on time to this event. I think you can do this. Then they want to prove it to you. Totally. People are like that. I just got so distracted because that fucking Because my beauty? Oh, sorry. Oh, yes, because Never you're mind. so handsome. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Stop licking your lips. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we've covered uh, how it's way better to live your life by choosing joy, how you can do that in school so you stress less, you know, how you can order coffee and drive through tra- traffic without blowing Losing a gasket. Your, your head, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people don't do this. Why do you think that people struggle with it? Like choosing joy? Um, easiest, like simplest answer. I think it's because it's easier. It's like, it's easier to block out the world and just think that everything's crappy and nobody's rooting for you and easier to just like not be vulnerable. Because the change is like, is scary. I don't think it's the change. I think it's more that when you open yourself up like that, you're vulnerable and you put yourself out there. And that's really scary for some people because, you know, it's easier to like hide behind, you know, your hair than like, or like, you know what I mean? Like kind of scrunch up and like try to not be yourself than have people judge who they think you are. So if you kind of like hide in the corner and just are like angry at the world, it's a lot easier to hold on to that image of what you think of yourself and then you don't have to think about what other people think of you. I guess it also too, it would like reconfirm your whatever belief system that you have. So if you have a negative like belief system about yourself, like, oh, I'm just like this. I just have a bad attitude. I've always had an attitude, blah, blah, blah. Um, It would be more difficult to be like, actually, I'm a nice person. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Not because it's like bad, but because it's it's new. It's how you've seen yourself. It's how everyone's seen yourself for how many years. And if you're still with the people that you've grown up with, say, if you're in high school and you want to like venture out, that's why university is such a good place for people to rediscover themselves because they don't have this predetermined idea of who they're supposed to be or who they were. So I feel like those times are really crucial in people's lives to like be able to discover themselves and rediscover themselves when like, you know who you are the whole way along. It's just whether you want to like expose it or be vulnerable with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's so much easier to just like, oh, don't talk to me, right? Than <laughs> to be like, oh, good morning, and then have people shut you down. Because oh, I can't even count the amount of times that people have completely, like, I've waved at people, and they, like, don't wave back at me, or it's just, like, embarrassing situations that should be embarrassing, but I just, like, roll with them because it shouldn't be embarrassing. Same thing when listen, same thing when you're walking down the sidewalk in the morning or walking your dog. I say hello to everybody. Yep. Some people will look at Hate you like... It. Some people will be like, what the she fuck are you? She has Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. But that one person that will give you back that same energy that's like, oh, good morning. Isn't it so beautiful? You'd be like, oh my God, it is so beautiful. That one conversation will totally outweigh like exactly. the other 10 when people think you're totally fucked. Exactly. And most people do. I can't tell you the amount of times. Yeah. Because I just, I like to dance. I like to, you know, you oh, like yeah. to be weird. And that's, that's awesome. I think, I don't think. I prefer it. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer it. People who leave you alone if they think you're weird, which is kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the actual weird ones leave you alone. Yeah. And yeah, so it might be embarrassing, but if you take it with a positive mindset, then it doesn't really matter. You literally not to be like, 
Like, I, I'm sure I've come across creepy, like, so many times. Like, oh, what song you listening to on your, on your iPhone there, eh? <laughs> like, I've literally done this to people, two headphones in. So, uh, what song you listening to? What band? And they're like, can I help you? Like, why oh are you my talking God. to me? Like, weird, but then, like, maybe you have a good conversation. Maybe it's super embarrassing, and it's like... Um, can you, can you not? <laughs> like, maybe they just put their headphone back in. And totally ignore you. And That's totally fine. ignore you. But, but it's way funnier if, you, if, like, imagine if you had your headphones in, guys, and, like, a teacher or a feather student, like, came right in your face, like, what are you, you looking at her? Like, <laughs> if you could, in that moment, choose, like, this is funny as fuck, what, what movie am I watching? Like, that would brighten up your day. Exactly. Or, and from the flip side, like, I get a kick out of it because people's reactions are hilarious. Oh my God, priceless. Like, when I try to wave at someone and I realize, or say someone's waving and I think they're waving at me, I can't <laughs> tell you the amount of times this happened. I'm, like, jumping up, like, super wave, and I'm like, oh, they're not looking at me. Like, that's really awkward. Great. But at the same time, it's like, they probably were just dying laughing for, yeah. like, ten minutes, probably went home and told their family about the weird chick who was, like, wandering around waving at people. <laughs> like, if anything, it's just a positive like energy that you're passing out even if it's embarrassing for like two seconds whatever so the last thing I wanted to touch on uh so that all of you guys can kind of put some of this choosing joy business into practice is give you guys some tools that you can kind of take home and try out on your own so you do some of the same things boo boo um one thing is practice looking for happy. We basically just talked about that. But like if someone pops in your life, someone waves hot, someone waves high, someone, you know, gets in your ear like this weird fuck that I have on my podcast today. What's that? Uh, <laughs> uh, just practice looking for happy. Um, another great way to do that is journaling. You journal, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Lou, serious journaler. It's embarrassing. Oh, you sound like the Kool-Aid man who breaks through the wall. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That was good. Wow. You, actually, you must journal. really good Mike Wazowski, too. <laughs> My, oh, wait. Hang on. I got, I got to get the grumble. <laughs> Mike. <what? laughs> Maybe today's not the time for that. Sorry. No, Sorry to everyone to at home. No, you have to do it now. Okay, you okay. Just... okay, but don't make me laugh because I need to focus. Okay, I'll close my eyes. Okay. My God, <laughs> sorry, I can't do it. I just can't. Also, you're sitting. It's here. not Mike was asking that does that. It's the old sorry, lady, the secretary. The but secretary. She says, Mike, report to the office. <laughs> Mike was asking. I'm, I'm so much better at it. I just can't show it to you right now. Oh my God. Anyways, she journals. Obvious. <laughs> she I'm journals. Very re- reflective, as an individual. That's good. And imaginative. You've got a really good imagination. (laughs) Uh, One thing that I like to do in my journal, I don't know if you do this in yours, but um, I like to write down all of the evidence that supports um, my new belief system. So if I'm like, if I used to be a sour patch kid (laughs) and now I want to be, you know, live this new. Now I want to be a, yeah, I want to be a Swedish berry and live this new life filled with joy, um, I need to find evidence that to support my new belief system. Ooh, so like write it down. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm a nice person. This is what I am like. Oh, yeah, Lauren's putting her hand up in the air. <laughs> choose me, choose me. <laughs> I'm a nice person. You could, like, write down, I wrote my grandma a card yesterday. I um, tipped the lady at the restaurant I went to, and I, what else are nice things? <laughs> Why you don't do them, so you don't know. You just preach, but you don't actually... And actually I was patient it. when my sister called me the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm I having like a hard no, time. No, no, I like it. I like it. <laughs> let, me, let me 
follow up. Take it for a spin. Okay. Um, a really effective journaling exercise that I've done recently, because I get fired up quite quickly. I think it's I a, a Dutch thing. It's a Dutch thing. Yeah. That you just like ready to pop off oh. whenever somebody, woo, oh. don't even get me started. Zero like to a, 100. I'm like a little pit bull, you know, yeah. like a little, mm-hmm. like I'm usually happy, but then when I'm on, I'm like, you yeah. know, <laughs> like a snake. <laughs> that was my snake. Oh, you guys are just, should be so happy. You can't see the face I'm looking at right now. <laughs> We're disappointed. Um, but what I found was really useful because I feel like most of the times when I feel that way, if I sleep on it, the next day, it doesn't even occur to me. Oh, that's a good one. Right? But to build to that, like, obviously, I don't want to ruin my own entire night, like, to wait to sleep on it if it ruined your day. So I found a really good way to do it, especially if you're not going to, like, do something about it. If you think it's a very small thing, say, like, the cashier at 7-Eleven was rude to you or you're picking up your Gatorades oh, for the big soccer game, you know, and you're like... She's going to ruin my soccer game. Like I was in such a good mindset, but I found really what was really helpful is to write down your emotions and like why you feel this way. Like I'm so mad at everyone and this is why and just let it out. But then on the flip side, write it from her perspective. So write it from the person you're mad at, write it from their perspective. And I honestly, like I tried that and I was like pretty fired up about something. I I forgot. I think it was something that like my boyfriend did or something. Okay. And then I wrote it from his perspective and I literally like started crying because I was like, what did I just discover? Like, Oh, this such useful tool to be like, okay, like there's other people in this world. That's not just me. Weird. I know I'm not the sun. What? (laughs) Odd. Anyway. So I tried to do that and it honestly, I was mind blown. I was, and I'm usually pretty good at like being empathetic and putting myself in people's shoes. But that helped me so much just to, like, take a step back, see it from somebody else's perspective, and realize, okay, I don't have, like, a leg to stand on here. Like, I'm not actually mad. I was just, like, in my own head collecting that's such ideas. such a great idea. that's so, like, something that we all do, right? Like, someone was rude to you. You're like, oh, they don't like me. They don't like my personality. Or, like, I don't know. For example, say, like, the cashier at Starbucks. I don't know why I keep... I know. rotten on the cashiers at Starbucks and 7-Eleven. It's, I, they're they're great like, people. I'm I not trying Tim to Hortons offend them. I like Tim Hortons more. It's why. I love Tim Hortons. I love Tim I Hortons. I, I can't get over it. But anyways, like, write it from their perspective. They had to do a 5 a.m. shift, not vibing it. The lady in front of them just, say, threw a nickel at them. Like, there's a lot of different options, and it's probably not just you that mm-hmm. made their day what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's not just you that's going to maybe change their day. It's going to be them. So to write it from their perspective is such a helpful exercise. Wow, that's a good one. Especially I, for people you know, because then you can actually dive into, like, their... Like, if I was yeah, mad if at you... Yeah, you know the person. Yeah, that's especially useful, I feel like, because then you can actually, like, dive into, like, both sides. Wow, that's a really good one. I was not expecting you to have such a... Such deep ideas. Yes. I know. So deep, woman. I know. So deep. The Atlantic Ocean up in here. <laughs> Um, my last little trick, I, you saw it today, but it's the affirmations game that I have. So I have a little bowl on my table that has a bunch of little papers like folded up in it, kind of like a hat and each piece of paper has an affirmation in it. So it'll say like, I am rich. I am patient. I am thankful. Um, what are other ones in there? Um, I, I am thoughtful. I am grounded. So all of these affirmations, and you put them in a little bowl, and then I keep it on the table so that when I go to eat or have coffee or tea, I sit down and I pull one and just, like, take a minute to read it. And then once I read the affirmation, I find three things in my life that support the statement. 
So if it says, um, I am, I am wealthy, then I go, okay, well, I have zero debt. I'm starting this new business. And yesterday I chose not to go to Tim Hortons so I could save $3. Boom. So now you're finding evidence in your life to support these statements. So if any of you guys want to try that one, I would highly recommend it. And it's Mm -hmm. kind of fun. And if you put it in a cute bowl, you can just call it home decor. For home decor for the brain. <laughs> the confidence in this episode, I'm really vibing It's kind of disgusting, but I kind of love it. Well, it's better than being insecure. Well, yeah. We, well, you definitely don't suffer from that. No, we're going to choose confidence over insecurity yeah, today. exactly. That's another good example. Choosing Confi- confidence. Choosing confidence. Like, if you pick out stuff on your own body that you don't like, you're going to oh, walk around fuck. being like, I don't love myself. I know. If you walk around like... I have the nicest eyelashes in the game. Then you're going to walk like shoulders higher, posture better. Titties out. (laughs) Titties out. Walk with more confidence. It's all this process. Yep. It's just believing in yourself. That's all that it is. I was... um, Believing in others. I learned a lot of this when I did improv comedy in Vancouver, but I also read about it in a book that I just finished recently. What was it called? It was um, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Ooh, I want to read it. Oh my God, it's amazing. You must. All okay. of you guys need to read it too. I've and read three books like that. I'll tell you after if you want. Okay, yeah, please do. Um, and it was like, if you say you want to be more confident, but you don't know how. Well, how do you know what confident is? Well, because I see so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so walk, talk, and act this way. And this is what these people look like. Well, if you want to be more confident, you have to act more confident. So pick out the clothes that a confident person wears pick the thoughts that a confident person has and literally step into that role because it's a mindset. Exactly. And you can build those personality traits. Yep. It's totally a fake until you make it with everything I find in life. If you like believe that you can do it, you most likely probably can. Yep. So if you like step into that and you're like, I'm not happy today. I'm not, but I'm going to choose not to show that or no, I'm not saying hide your emotions, but I just mean I'm going to choose to try and be happy because I deserve that for myself, right? And maybe my unhappiness isn't going to solve any problems that I have, regardless of what I'm feeling. So you choose to be happy and say you're not. It's going to be hard to smile. Yeah, It's going to be a lot harder okay. than if you were in a good mood. But that's what anything takes. Anything in life takes hard work. If you want to be happy, put the time in. You got to push through. Yeah. And it's going to be fucking hard, man. (laughs) Especially the beginning, but then it gets easier and you're like, oh, it's easier to laugh and it's easier to make friends and it's easier to talk to people who I first felt insecure around or didn't feel like I could have a conversation with. You're going to blink and then you're going to wake up and be like, holy shit, I can't believe. Yeah. And I can't believe I ever was this person. Exactly. So to finish up every podcast, when I have a guest, we play a game Ooh. called Signs You Should Seek Therapy. Okay. This so, sounds fun. <laughs> Does this mean like you're going to look for signs in me that I should seek therapy? <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh, okay. So you can use real life uh, stories or funny concepts that you come with, up with on the spot. Oh, wow. And you provide a scene that can be used so that if others recognize that they too are doing the same thing that they should seek therapy. I'll give you some examples. Okay, I wish I would have known this beforehand because I feel really unprepared. Oh, yeah, it's fine. I won't tell anybody that you're unprepared. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right, ready. Okay, so, like, um, I was I had Lucy on the podcast oh, for yeah. the very first episode. Great girl. Great, I know, isn't she amazing? Yeah, great girl. 
great girl. She's so funny too. So this is an example from like what she said. She had anxiety so bad that she would tape her nose to her forehead. And so, cause she was convincing herself that she could breathe better. Cause she was like having these panic attacks. I know it sounds terrible. Oh, it was no. fucking hilarious too. Oh, no. Listen, okay. episode number one, if you guys haven't listened to that. So here's an example for signs you should seek therapy. If you have to tape your nose to your forehead in order to convince yourself that you can somewhat breathe. Meanwhile, you're having a panic attack, panic attack, then you should seek therapy. You get it? Okay. I think I get it. If you can't get into your car and go for a drive without without screaming obscenities at the top of your lungs, flipping people off, or throwing Tim Hortons coffee through your driver's side window, then you should seek therapy. Okay, yeah. Think of someone in your life that, like, fucking loses their mind all the time. time. But does that have to be, like, an angry lose their mind? It's whatever. It can can be whatever. Like, if you think of someone. Oh, I got a person. Okay. Um... (laughs) I just snotted. Glad you guys it's okay. See me. I drool all the time when I record. <laughs> so, um, okay. If you, if anybody, if, if you, anyone does if this, anyone has such bad, bad anxiety from like job, school, anything that they don't allow themselves to like to pee for over two weeks, you should probably seek therapy. <laughs> That's not real. No, oh, no, it is. Okay. Wow. Is that possible? I guess. I mean, it's concerning to me. I've, I mean, I can relate to that. Like about, but like pooing. Like if you're nervous, you can't poo, or well, you get I diarrhea. Can't, I can't relate to that. Yeah. Okay. You're like the shit master. Don't even give me that. <laughs> really? Yep. Not that this ever happened to anybody, but that's definitely a sign you should seek therapy. If you yep. don't take a piss for two weeks, you gotta talk to someone. Yeah. If you have to slam the door to your bedroom every time your mom won't let you go see your boyfriend that's way too old for you, then you should seek therapy. (laughs) Facts, ladies and gentlemen, facts. Okay, I've got one. If you can't paint a wall in your house without putting your fucking fist through the drywall, (laughs) then you should seek therapy. I feel like there's a lot of people who need to seek therapy. (laughs) Like, like reflecting on this now, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Um... I think they're just like, honestly, everyone probably should. <laughs> Even if you can't seek it like professionally because you can't afford it, like seek it within people who love you and care about you and then like return the favor. Because if you have someone to lean on and like talk to, that's so important and always acknowledge them and like treat them well and be there for them. Because like, that's just, you know, everybody needs help. Absolutely. And even if it's not professional, like it can still be but also don't overload your family and friends because they'll hate you. You might, you might break some relations, especially if it's about them. If don't. your family can't stand you because, <laughs> because you're constantly seeking them for therapy, yeah. then you should seek therapy. Yeah. I think also if you're constantly seeking therapy in other people, True. then you should seek therapy. <laughs> Yeah. I think that's a big one. That is a big one. If that's you're a good like one. constantly complaining and like asking people and like, I, cause I, I've actually had this scenario with someone asking me constantly about their relationship. And I was like, if you're like every day asking me, like if you're in a good relationship, like, do you not think that that's red flag enough to be like, I'm not in a good relationship? Yeah. Or like you need me, a licensed like, professional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe just like step outside that for a second, you know? Oh, if you cry because you get a 94 on your exam <laughs> instead of a 96, mm-hmm. you should seek therapy. I agree. That, though, more to me reflects your parents than you. 
because oh, clearly yeah, you've been raised with that expectation set on you and you have that expectation of yourself and you've never learned to fail true and you've never learned to appreciate what what you have instead of always climbing and like trying to attain more which is a good true. thing yeah but at the same not time not the detriment of your health no and if you're like bawling your eyes out over something then i think like over something like that then that's probably, you know, a red flag. If you fail a class and you cry, that's a, that's a little different. But even in the grand scheme of things, I think people always focus on way too small of things, like failing a class. Hey, you can retake the class, right? It's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Nothing is really that permanent. The serious things are like your family's sick, you don't have your health. That, those are important things that actually need to be worried about. But when we have a lack of those things, it's the brain's natural instinct to find things to stress about. So you have to work yourself out of that habit and that pattern so that you can focus on stuff that actually matters and you actually not need to worry about, but that's worth the worry and the stress on your body because let's be honest, that ages you. And I don't yeah. want no frown lines. Yeah, we're not trying to get wrinkles. No, exactly. <laughs> I moisturize every day. Do you actually? No. Okay. <laughs> I just made that up for the podcast. I thought the, the viewers would like it. <laughs> the know viewers? know a little bit about me. <laughs> I don't know what you listeners podcastians. Oh, sorry, the listeners. Thanks everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks well, podcastians. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate you doing this with me. And you have such a good outlook on life that I think it was really great for everyone listening today to be able to hear another perspective that not not just me to to show them that like joy is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Always, yeah. always. Do you want to say thank you to everyone? Absolutely. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Um, <laughs> sorry, did I go so really serious? You got so serious. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, I just got nervous because you turned it towards me. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I just wanted to, as a conclusion, just stress that you, regardless of how it feels in your life, you always have a choice on your reaction. So like any situation, no matter what's posed to you, you're always going to have your choice on how you react. And that's basically the only thing in your life that you can control. Yes. So even if you like have severe OCD and like need to control everything, remember that like that's the only thing in your life you can control is the way you react to situations because you're going to get thrown stuff. Yeah. Like you're, that's just what's going to happen. Yeah. Past experience, trust me. And it just comes out of nowhere and yep. you can be upset and angry about it and that's okay. But then pick yourself up and realize you being upset and angry isn't going to change anyone or anything so not going to make time go faster or slower. Not going to make someone love you. Not going to make your grades get higher. If I cried to any of my university profs, they'd probably laugh in my face and say, <laughs> you got the grade. That's all you get. So choose joy and move on. Exactly. Well, that's nice that as soon as we start doing the conclusion, my freaking furnace turns off. So we have some silence. Choose joy. <gasps> it is great, isn't it? Oh, now the conclusion is <laughs> going to be crystal clear. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I appreciate every single one of you taking the time to tune in. Uh, If you haven't had the chance yet, make sure you go rate and review my podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. If you want to be part of my totally mental and daily discussions, (laughs) you can. I know, right? (laughs) I don't know. It's just I get excited. You can follow. You can follow me on Instagram at 
Blue is Beautiful podcast. If you guys want to support the mental health movement, you can visit www.ellisondaz.com and get yourself a 2021 calendar. I designed the entire thing myself, put together a collection of photography, artwork, alongside some words of encouragement for each month so that every day of the year, you guys have something encouraging to keep you guys all going. All I want to do really is make the world a happier place. And this is my way of providing for others when they might not have someone to give them the words they need to hear, especially on the bad days. I'm so proud of this project. So make sure you guys go check it out. And until next time, remember that blue is beautiful, no matter what shade you might feel. And for fuck's sakes, choose joy. Cause my God, it will change your life. Thank you so much, guys. Peace. Here's my outro. I hope that you liked this podcast. Here's my outro. I hope that you laughed. Oh, we're still going. Da, 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 outro. Here's my outro. Uh, something that rhymes. <laughs> I feel like I want to sing when I'm doing this. Hit it and quit it. Another <laughs> the wake's on. You know what I mean? If you, you can sing. Um, this is a it. music, mental health, and comedy podcast. So if you want to sing, like... I will not stop you. Okay, perfect. I don't know if the audience will enjoy it, but but I I won't stop you. (laughs) I won't stop you from doing it. If you liked this episode, make sure you rate and review it on iTunes. No, whoops, sorry, I need to go back. You spelled review wrong. I know, I typed it up past. It says Revy. (laughs) And Revy it on iTunes. Give me a good Revy. Revy. Sounds like a high-end makeup brand. Like, subscribe, and Revy. Revy, my podcast. (laughs) Revy, my podcast. Reve. Reve. Five star. <laughs> Five oh, star Reve. Reve. <laughs> <laughs>